Do time travelers exist, and do they walk among us? Are magicians hiding the ultimate secret that magic is real? These questions you can find the answer to on This Paranormal Life. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host for today, Roy Powers, joined by Kit Greer. Namaste, fellow Uh, adventurers. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, what we do is every week we examine a new paranormal case study and we come to a conclusion as to whether or not it is in fact real. We do the hard work so you don't have to. That's right. You can go to bed at night and uh, sleep soundly in your bed knowing that the uh, the, 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 the devil, the, the Jersey, <laughs> there. The Jersey like devil is nibbling your toes as we speak. I mean... We've covered a lot of mythological creatures on yes. this podcast. We've covered the Frogman. Uh-huh. We recently covered the Beast of Bladenborough. The Bladenborough. <laughs> but we're yet to cover a select group of mythological creatures. Uh-huh. And I think it's time that we do that today. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about goblins. <laughs> Are goblins real? I, you'll notice I'm laughing. That's only because I'm just managing my fear. Right, you're trying to channel humor. it out of humor. That's it. <laughs> I can't sleep at night, dude. I honestly, fear of goblins. I swear to God. <laughs> now, there's a lot of different types of goblins. Their appearance and mannerisms and their abilities all change, obviously, depending on their country of origin. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So it's like races of goblins. Exactly. It's kind of like in folklore, one culture will view zombies in one way and another Mm. culture will view them in another way Mm. what i'm basically saying is you can't cover all the goblin lore in just one episode of a podcast (laughs) this is a six part series time to announce our spin-off podcast (laughs) this goblin life goblin talk (laughs) i swear to god we're gonna have king goblin on episode launching next week Uh, So instead, today, we're going to be looking at one particular group of goblins. Now, this is a Greek breed called the Kelecanzaro. Wow, that was an incredible pronunciation. I'm going to hopefully do like a Spanish guitar lick in there, like the... Kelecanzaro. I don't know why it's not even Spanish. It just sounds very Spanish. Uh The Kelecanzaros, also known as the Christmas goblins. Wow. And and these aren't mixed up with the... Uh, infamous elves of Christmas that construct Can we please hold the whole questions to the end of the presentation, please? Okay. Um, now I know what you're thinking, Kit. What do goblins have, have to, to do, do with Christmas? Christmas? We're on the same Dude, page here already. <laughs> that was the only possible question that could have been asked <laughs> from the statement Christmas goblins. <laughs> well, you know, you got elves, you got flying reindeer, uh-huh. which is actually insane. Yeah, when like, you think about it. Why why are people still looking for Bigfoot if there are every year on they know where they're gonna be the sky yeah, yeah, on the twenty yeah. fifth of December? Why are we not raiding Lapland with <laughs> goddamn Navy SEALs and AK forty sevens flashing, spraying bullets wildly into the sky? Odds are one of them is gonna nick Saint Nick. And that's just the probability factor. You think his outfit is red because he <laughs> likes the color? No, dude. It's it's red with the blood of reindeer. Santa Goblin. Is Santa Goblin. This is what this podcast is for. We have to ask the big questions. Is Santa Claus... Is Personally, Nicholas Claus... I've been Claus, asking that question since I was five. <laughs> Granted, they put me in a special needs class because of it. God damn it. Also, he can squeeze down a chimney. Mm. Oh, no. A man is not squeezing down... Those tiny little chimneys. A Goblins? Goblin on the other hand? Perhaps. Pretty slight. Perhaps. Let's find pretty... out. Let's investigate. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. 
basically the conclusion is don't leave out milk and cookies. Mm. Cut out the middleman. Milk and goblin food. <laughs> I don't know what goblins eat. Just drop, just drop by, you know, um, the, the the pet food place and just. I, I assume some... that's like pellets, dry pellets, is what they would yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah, and then there's like the, there's like the cheap stuff that's in the tin. But then if you want to look after your goblins, you get them like the the high high. The stuff that's on the top shelf. The oh, always. Gear. Always. Yeah. Got to look after those goblin teeth. <laughs> those tender goblin teeth. So to in order to understand the Kilikanzaros uh, and how they fit into Christmas, what we have to do is understand their lore, mm. their backstory, take their us back. history. Take us back. I'm going to take us back. So in many early religions, there was belief that the heavens and the world were supported by a giant tree called the world tree. Mm. Now, it's believed that these goblins would stay hidden underground, sawing at the world tree. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's going to get a little weird. You, you got to just hear me what? out. What? Dicks. I can't believe they did. The world tree. The thing that just... What do they have to gain from sawing down the world tree? <laughs> That's like lighting your tie on fire. That's like, like being born and then just immediately trying to throttle your mother. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> so self-sabotage. <laughs> So they spend all their time underground sawing at the world tree in the hopes that it will uh, collapse along with with the entire earth. They're little little dicks, these goblins. What they have to gain from this, I don't know. I generally, I just think goblins are little shitsters. Yeah, okay. Because what we're going to go on to discuss later on is that Goblins in general don't really ever seem to have a motive. They're just yeah. evil little deities. They're not. They're like not usually portrayed as that smart. Yeah, like a little subhuman. Like not, not that quite menacing. As intelligent as, they're uh, just little dicks. Yeah, little assholes. Yeah, like like you're not necessarily. Well, I don't know. You'll probably get there, but like I don't think it's number one um, on the on the list of paranormal threats is like no. death by goblin. I could beat up a goblin. I yeah, I reckon. I feel like I feel like they're like two foot high. Put me in a like, ring with a goblin. We'll yeah. see. We'll see who goes. We'll <laughs> see who comes out alive. Well, Rory, I open the door. <laughs> Santa walks in. <laughs> what? <laughs> ho ho ho, bitch! <laughs> Starts like he's got the world saw. He's wailing <laughs> on me. <laughs> now. It is well known that the only time the Kilikanzaros can rise from underground and roam the earth is in the lead-up to Christmas. Whoa. And that's because in Serbian Christmas traditions, the 12 days of Christmas were referred to as the unbaptized days. Quite very romantic, is yeah. it? <laughs> and this was known as a time when demons and forces of evil were believed to be more active and dangerous. Oh. So what these goblins do is they stay underground and they saw at the world tree, which I assume is just a massive tree because it essentially takes them an entire year to almost chop it down. But what happens is, this is what the legends say, that every time they get close, it reaches Christmas again, meaning the goblins temporarily forget the tree and go f*** with the humans above the ground. I mean, even goblins have priorities. Yeah. I mean, we've talked... Like, goblins are not the smartest creatures. I reckon within 365 days, they've forgotten... Yeah. Like, they've forgotten what happens when they leave the tree. (laughs) So it's like, oh, we're so close. We're all so close. Is that Christmas? Let's go, boys! And then they, like, just drop the saw and rise to the earth and just, like, push people over. Is pumpkin spice lattes I smell? (laughs) Which is a shame because... I don't know. What would it be like if they cut down the world tree? I know. Presumably that's the end of the world. I guess, right? If that's holding up the heavens and the earth? Yeah. God damn. It's a good thing that they're so dumb. Yeah. (laughs) 
Now, as I said, depending on culture, there's a lot of dif- differences, a lot of different descriptions of the Kilikanzaro type goblins. The most popular being that they're small, blackish creatures, humanoid, apart from their long black tails. Mm. Apparently, they look essentially like little black devils. Wow, okay, okay. Roaming about in the, in the nighttime, causing trouble, messing with people. Yeah. May or may not still have the saw. Maybe they'll leave <laughs> that there <laughs> so they remember to come back to the world tree. I like the idea that there's just like a big, you know, I don't know, in a local B&Q, there's like a big, uh, okay, so like uh, this Friday we've got a big special offer on. We've got to have a lot of goblins come through here. We've got a special <laughs> offer on on saws, two for one. So, uh, you know, don't look them directly in the eyes. Just like... Just get them in and out of here, okay? <laughs> Working for big saws. <laughs> you guys aren't going to be cutting down the world tree, are you? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. What's a world tree? <laughs> While they're having this conversation, 12 goblins are like stealing saws from the background. <laughs> Which one of these would you recommend for cutting a large tree <laughs> holding up the world? <laughs> you wouldn't be talking about the world tree, would you? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> This is why this is why I think it's fun to talk about goblins. Because we talk about a lot of creatures that are scary. The mm. vampire beast of Bladen Burra draining yeah, goats l- of their blood. Murdering people. The goat man who just carries around an axe. Yeah. These are scary creatures. The description of the goblins <laughs> goes the even hand. further. Uh, <laughs> apparently, they're also mostly blind. <laughs> Speak with a lisp. No, they don't. <laughs> And love to eat frogs, worms, and other small creatures. <laughs> so at this point, it's just how a, it's just a person. I feel like this is just based on one person, just one how, loser, one dumbass. How do you know if you're seeing like a goblin or just like a little yeah, prick, exactly. like a little blind brick, like eating worms and frogs? Yeah, just a little like kid all covered in like coal, just like running on street, kicking cats. Like, I guess that's a goblin. It could be. So these goblins, every Christmas, would rise to Earth uh, and they've been working hard on the world tree for months. So you'd think being devilish creatures, they'd pop up, kill some people, haunt some people, Mm. do some like really horrible murderous stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Right. They're not even really considered truly malevolent creatures, but actually quite stupid and impish. (laughs) Okay. So what we've got is every Christmas, a horde of little shit-stirring dumbasses show up in a, in a city, and just f- with people. I mean, what, like, what are we Eat talking about? Yeah, I was gonna say just Eat like what, like stealing, frogs. stealing milk, like like pushing over children in the street, just like minor inconveniences. I'm a goblin. No, you're not, Steve. It's, I, it's, I like to think as well. There's like. <laughs> they're all really stupid except for like one scholar goblin who's just like try- trying to rally them all he's like this year we're not going above ground we're just gonna stay under here work on the tree uh-huh. Uh-huh. we're just gonna stay down here uh-huh. and keep to the task at hand is that jingle bells no no uh, no I think it's this Christmas time. every year oh my Boys, god drop the sauce no. <laughs> every year so they spend all Christmas messing with people, having a fun time, wrecking up the place, get some pumpkin spice lattes maybe. But when Christmas, aka the unbaptized days, were over, the goblins would go back to wrecking the world tree. Mm. Only to find that while they were away, the tree had healed up entirely, meaning they have to start yes, all dude. over again. So this is a vicious cycle these little yeah, goblin dicks are, are caught up in. Wow. Back to sawing the tree. Uh-huh. They're going to go again, go again. They get close, they get close. 
But then as soon as it gets close to cutting down that tree, wow, Christmas time. Every year. It's not time to be unbaptized. So you go damn. back up to the top of the earth. It's a vicious cycle. Damn, they're stuck in the rat race. I mean, I could see why you would be a prick if that was your day-to-day. If that was your life? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Sawing? Oh, Just God. sawing all day long. That's horrible because you know you'd get to that point as well. You know when you're like sawing a log and you uh, reach that point where you're pretty deep in, but then the teeth the teeth go wrong in the sawing and then it kind of yeah. jags a bit and then you don't remember what yeah. angle you were cutting at and it's just stuck in there. And then eventually, like, <sighs> the longer you go, like, you think after the course of a year, like, that saw's getting pretty, like, dull. It's dull. It just dull harder as hell. And harder. I mean, I mean, everyone wants to rage at Christmas a little. And you're Hell, under- who hasn't kicked a cat? <laughs> Does that make me a goblin? Sure, yeah. I'm a goblin. There. Yeah, that was Confessed. what parents call me. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're under the ground. There's not even, like... 3G down there? No. Not even 4G down there? Only 100 Gs. Gs being goblins. (laughs) Best goblin coverage in the UK. (laughs) Imagine you signed up for a phone contract and that was the deal. Like you signed up, you just like, it's like, oh yeah, 24 month contract sounds good. And just you get home and your house is just inundated with With goblins. goblins? (laughs) So let's recap. We know who they are, what they do. Now let's look at the apparent ways in which you can stop these goblins. Whoa, okay. Which I actually like to believe is a nice testimony to their existence. Because why Like, why do you need to stop a creature that doesn't exist? Right. Why have people put in place methods of stopping a creature if they haven't had to stop That's that creature? That's kind of interesting, yeah. You know? That's very true. Are it's, they real? It's not just, it's not just like a unicorn that it's like, it's this cool thing. Yeah, no like, one knows how to stop a unicorn. Yeah. If one of those things shows up and starts spearing humans. Yeah. We're gone. Because <laughs> people in medieval times just wore full suits of armor at all times. <laughs> Less a unicorn, barge into their eyes and spear them. I would love to see a Jurassic Park style movie where we find a way to bring um, imaginary creatures or mythological creatures to life. Wow. But find out that we as a species are completely incapable of coexisting with them. Mm. Like unicorns, for example, literally just shoot like face melting rainbow beams from their eyes. Yeah. And it's like, why did we not see this coming? I know. <gasps> I know. What, what else would be like a bad mythological creature to Minotaur. Bring back? Minotaur is pretty they're, up there. Because they're angry in the myths. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that really sucks to be a mythological creature, but also like an asshole in just your your legends, your lore. Yeah, I know. I mean, do, I think they were kind of pissed though because weren't they? Wasn't the thing that they were relegated to living in mazes? That's a pretty infuriating existence. <laughs> really? Yeah, that was. The oh whole my thing god, that would be horrible in a maze. That would just drive you crazy. Yeah, dude. So it's not even the fact that they're a monster, mm. like horrible. I think another bad one to bring back would be the flying monkeys from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty much goblins. That's close as you can get to goblins, it but really goblins is. with wings, <laughs> which is just the worst combination of all time. Yeah, Mis- like mi- monkeys are really mischievous and kind of like they throw poop at people and stuff like that. But like you give them wings and they are unstoppable and waistcoats <laughs> so they can get oh into fancy God. restaurants. Are you serious? <laughs> Imagine that. Go out to dinner with your girlfriend, have a relaxed time. Next thing you know, waistcoated flying goblins come in and start flinging shit at all the guests. So let's let's look at how to stop these little bastards. Please do. So there's a couple different ways in which you can stop the Kilikanzaro's goblins. Huh. Number one, and this is the best one of all of them, <laughs> leave a colander at your doorstep. Right. Now, you see, the Kilikanzaro's could only count to two. 
<laughs> because at the time three was regarded as a holy number mm. and if the goblin said three then it would allegedly kill itself <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ which I assume is just like burst into flames not like take out a glock and just be like three yeah, <laughs> yeah they don't really like sadly like jump off like the golden gate bridge no. or something like that so the idea you leave a colander out and they have to they try, they try to count the holes in it is that the idea yes so they would try and count all the holes in the colander they'd spend all night trying to count the holes and because they're unable to reach above two finally what would happen is uh, the sun would rise and they'd have to scamper away oh. so they couldn't actually come so into your they're house they're somewhat like vampires they don't like daylight yes don't like daylight very much like black skin big eyed I think they'd be blinded or burnt or something yeah I guess okay. if you live underground all year like That's true yeah yeah I basically live underground and I barely <laughs> like sunlight you so. open the door and just like goblins wearing ray bands yeah <laughs> surprise <laughs> uh, so number two now apparently the goblins would try and enter your house through any open entrance oh which think about it that's very interesting because the most popular entrance was the chimney Ooh, this is very interesting now look am i gonna sit here and say <laughs> that santa's elves are goblins or that santa himself is a giant goblin yeah probably I'm but i have to it. i'm saying we'll go it, on record dude. right now then there is a possibility that if santa exists that he is a goblin yeah just like a nice one yeah well that's what you said maybe there was one one nice goblin scholar goblin the scoblin who who kind of grew up and formed like a horde of them and he was he was the one that maybe through the years managed to tame them and mm. be like how about we use some of this wood from the world tree to build toys for the from for the children wow yeah they twisted his neck and immediately <laughs> ate him alive no <laughs> uh, I really hope that's that's not true um, so in order to ward them off Families were advised to keep fires burning all night so the mm. goblins couldn't get down the chimneys. Also, burning horrible things like shoes would create a stench of that course. would ward off the goblins. <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, if you're not sure that a creature exists, so the way to ward it off is to make your house smell like burnt shoes. Yeah. For all of the unbaptized not, days? Yeah, not to mention the God expense. Damn. Burning a pair of shoes a freaking day? Because I guess, well, I assume... They're old shoes, right? They're not buying new shoes to burn. I mean, I guess. <laughs> because then why like, would you just burn anything? Why does it have to be like new Nike SBs? Yeah. <laughs> we are so broke. We cannot <laughs> keep burning shoes. Shouldn't we burn wood? No, they said shoes. They it's insisted like We need shoes. to divert these funds into money. Into, into, we need to spend this money on food. Is that, and the goblins will take the food. Yeah, great yeah. idea, Greg. Great idea. Great idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh sure why don't you just invite the goblins in and they can have have everything just yeah? leave out a cheese board for the goblins yeah. and they love that either we burn the shoes to keep them out or the goblins take the shoes which would you rather have Craig <laughs> I know just like some husband's like all these shoes it's like wife's collection of shoes really hoping goblins come and steal them all he secretly leaves the, like the door open puts out the fire at night hoping the goblins come free in. shoes for goblins Nice <laughs> <laughs> goblin zero to goblin five uh so number three is a bit more normal mm-hmm. uh, it's a bit more boring as well really just mark your door with a black cross and they'd be able to enter it's still, i mean still lead very... with that lead with the cross yeah stop burning shoes, burning shoes. <laughs> and leaving colanders out 
for suicidal goblins. The cross is very biblical. This is very sort of plague stuff. Right. You know, like marking your door so you don't get effed up by the plagues. Exactly. Slash goblins. And like, I find it weird because they're kind of just being described as an evil creature, an evil yeah. entity. They're not specifically related to demons or mm. demonic presence as just like paranormal little shits yeah so to be i guess a lot of things are annoyed by crosses vampires right don't like crosses mm. maybe unicorns we don't know we can only speculate yeah little unholy shits i would pay money to see a unicorn recoil in fear as i hold a cross <laughs> to its face i do feel because unicorns seem so like majestic and smart see that's I, it i feel like they might be a little bit like dolphins i think everyone has heard of like you know these uh, like dolphin rape caves that dolphins mess people up have you ever heard of this i'm about to blow your mind the dolphins have like abducted people taken them to caves and freaking raped them dude humans yes that's not real it is real that's not real google it dude dolphins have molested humans Uh in dolphin Uh rape caves Uh uh-huh ow turn off the podcast Dolphin, yeah, how do they grab them how do they get the humans I th- I, see I think the idea is that humans are lost at sea I can't believe I'm discussing this this is bizarre humans are lost at sea you know you hear these stories of like dolphins no never took me to shore no I was in a boat <laughs> <What>? wreck <laughs> no so people get lost at sea like they get their boat capsizes something like that and I will tell you the like, point of the story when I drop off please okay. continue <laughs> So people get lost at sea. Their yes. boat capsizes. <laughs> yep. And then they don't know what way land is. They think they're they're done for. Plausible. And there are cases. Dolphins come and carry them to shore. I'm gone. I'm done. <laughs> no. So but, what the odds are that then you might just like meet the wrong gang of goblins? Yes. Oh, not goblins. <laughs> Imagine that you're at sea and a goblin swims out and goes, come with me. You're Another like, cave. You're like, I don't really have too many options here. <laughs> you make it sound like the goblin as well is on like a jet ski because obviously they can't, <laughs> they can't really swim. I don't, I don't assume, but they can steal jet skis. That's mad. All right, so uh, the cases of dolphin molestation, I guess we'll have to cover in another. That's podcast. a whole other thing. Yeah. I mean, that's not even really paranormal. That's, that's just kind of sad and yeah. horrible. Mm-hmm. Quite disillusioning. Because I thought par- the dolphins were supposed to be smart. They're like mammals, like quite yeah, intelligent too smart. <laughs> Because humans are smart as hell and they do the worst shit ever. Hey, fair play. We're the real monsters. That's it. We're that, the real goblins. That's how you. That's how you know how smart an animal is. Because like dogs, they're not very smart, and that's why they're so lovely. Yeah. That's how you know how smart an animal is. Is how much of a dickhead it is. Monkeys <laughs> really smart. That's why they steal watches and throw <laughs> shit at people. And set up hedge fund schemes. <laughs> <laughs> they tank the economy on the daily. <laughs> <laughs> well this is why this is a weird case because goblins are idiots but they're assholes mm. so it's the first time that we're really seeing a creature that breaks that pattern that's they're, true. they're stupid but they're they're dicks that's true yeah that's an interesting thing to take into account but crosses crosses on the windowsill no goblins enter yeah definitely recommend doing that before the shoe thing mm. and maybe just doing that why, why why doesn't everyone just do that all the time it doesn't matter if it's the unbaptized days or if you're living in Transylvania, yeah, I mean, if it works, just do it. Just do yeah, the cross. You'll not? save a bunch of time. Maybe scare off a whole bunch of people. Mm. So now, let's take some things off our list. We know what they look like. That's a tick. Ding. We know what they do. Tick. And we know how to stop them. Mm-hmm. So what are our thoughts? What are we thinking? Obviously, this is a long time ago. This is, you know, early Greece. 
Uh, there's a lot of myths from around that time, a lot of legends mm. that get passed down. Do you think this could be a real plausible thing that there are mm. goblins? I doubt the existence of a world tree, so that throws into question yeah. a lot of the story. Yeah, I mean, the world tree is, is definitely... I think we're working with a couple of moving parts here. I feel like right. I feel like this is what, like myths colliding. Exactly. It's like the world tree is like a very popular um, myth, the world around. And I feel like that has... The goblin thing has been kind of layered on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they do sound like they're just kind of archetypal, dickish little beings. Um, so I, I don't know. My, my inclination is that, you know, something's inspired these. It's like... something's inspired I'm not sure what that is what do you think is this like inspired by little kids running around like messing with people well that's it you know it's uh, like the world tree is kind of a uh, an image like a symbolism that's been created to represent the structures of the world so who's to say that these goblins uh, weren't created to symbolize little assholes that lived in a village that would just piss on your shop yeah, windows shit all over your society. <laughs> absolutely yeah. it could very much be that case yeah one thing that i found very interesting was uh in greek the term uh kilikanzaros is used am i saying that right kilikanzaros god i hope i am kilikanzaros so in greek the term kilikanzaros is also used to describe a number of short ugly and unusually mischievous beings so it's all that collective Mm. is described as kilikanzaros and in other contexts it seems to express the collective sense for the equivalent of the irish word for leprechaun or the english words gnome okay so these are potentially all very similar things definitely i don't know about gnomes i don't know much about the history of gnomes but certainly leprechauns small yeah annoying Kind of uh, mischievous. Yeah. They try to trick people. The pot of gold shenanigans. Yeah. Trying to, trying to mess with people. Yeah. I just wonder. All right. We've got these little creatures. Yeah. They only show up at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. They come down your chimney. <laughs> they can be described as gnomes. Uh-huh. Could this be early elves? Could our theories be true that Santa was maybe... A born goblin <laughs> turned leader of goblin the goblins uh-huh. and decided to spread joy rather than terrorize. So every time it's Christmas, maybe they don't saw down the world tree anymore. Maybe they said, it's, maybe it's a goddamn Christmas tree at this point. Whoa. Have we just cracked something open? I feel like we've, we're making progress here. Yeah, I really feel like we do. All right, all right. Uh, you put on the pot of coffee. I'll get, I'll get a pack <laughs> of cigarettes. Uh, I'll call Santa. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got his number, dude. Um... I mean, is that a viable thing? Do we think that parts of this legend could have passed on to the myth of Santa, the origins of Santa? Possible. What? What? What's the? You said this goes back to Greece. Yeah. We are we talking a long time ago? Long, long time ago. Long, time long, ago. long time ago. Okay, this goes back a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think about coincidentally, I think it was about the time when uh, Santa was born. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. I think Santa is a goblin. I don't. I th- so is that where we're landing today? Is it? Is it? It's not. I think we're past the point of are goblins real? Right. I, is Santa a goblin? <laughs> I love that we've moved past all that <laughs> irrelevant stuff, all that boring stuff. Are goblins real? I mean, uh, duh, is the world tree real? Duh. Could a goblin kill the man, or would I be able to kill the goblin? The we've things- moved on to the the big question here: Is Santa himself a goblin? Yes. 
Uh, and I think that's a really important question to answer. And I think... <laughs> gotta be real careful about this one. <laughs> Let I, Santa strike me down. I, th- I think... I don't think Santa exists. Uh-huh. I think if he did exist, uh-huh. he could be a goblin. That's how I'm gonna decide to word my I think conclusion. you're a fence-sitting little <laughs> goblin-loving <laughs> pussy. Okay? <laughs> Santa's a goblin. You're putting Hell, on a set of I'm a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! G- give me your shoes. <laughs> give me your shoes. <laughs> I'm just trying to set fire to them now and brush you out. Should have put a cross in your door, bitch. <laughs> this podcast is the long con <laughs> to steal your milk. <laughs> I, I think uh, in terms of a conclusion, there's no such thing. As, as in this case, as the Kilikanzaro's goblins. Uh-huh. That's fair. But we still have many other goblins. Well, there's many other goblins out there. We haven't even looked into... I mean, Santa is a whole episode in himself. It really is. We've got to look at that. I'm sure there's people, testimonies from people who have seen Santa. Mm. Maybe we could tie that in. Did, did he have a long tail, perhaps? Mm-hmm. Or was he caught stealing any shoes while he was eating the cookies and milk? And I would uh, further that request. If you've had experiences with this type of goblin, if you've had experience with other type of goblins, we don't want to know about it. Just keep that <laughs> shit to yourself. But if you had experience Just with... shut up, please. Because no, everyone's sick and tired hearing about you go on and Why on. Would about that that? Why goblins? would we want to hear that? But... If you have experienced this, if you've been to the World Tree, if you've seen them, if you've hung out with them, if you are a goblin, then do get in touch. Yeah. Same with dolphins. If you were f***ed by a dolphin, <laughs> please email into the podcast. Very insensitive. That's There's a dob... <laughs> dob- <laughs> the Doblin. <laughs> the ultimate combo. They had a baby. <laughs> dolphin goblins. Dolphins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The intelligence of a dolphin that can now walk on oh land. Oh my Christ. <laughs> If you are an illustrator that is capable of drawing a police sketch-esque <laughs> drawing of a Dublin, please email that sketch into thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're wrapping up. I'm saying they're not real, unfortunately. I'm saying they're not real. But thank you for joining us. Hopefully next week we will have a new paranormal story and come to the conclusion that it is in fact true. But until then... Stay spooky. Keep watching the world tree. (laughs) When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.